Hey you guys, Maestro here, bringing you episode 225 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I'm talking about supremacy culture and relational fuckery in our most important relationships. Technically, I'm talking about what I learned during the workshop that I just attended that was called Supremacy Culture and Relational Fuckery in Our Most Important Relationships. Super dope. But first, hey DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two, one. <laughs> Hey you guys, Maestro here, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of Maestro on the Mic. So we're going to hop right on into this thing. So uh, today is Wednesday. I'm actually recording this episode the day before it goes out. Sometimes I do that, I'm not going to lie. Uh, and I just wrapped up uh, a few hours ago a workshop where I just, the workshop just ended that I attended um, a few hours ago, and it was called Supremacy Culture and Relational Fuckery in Our Most Important Relationships. My um, friend Madison actually put me onto this webinar, workshop, whatever you want to call it, um, in her Instagram stories. And I was like, this seems really dope. So it was hosted by James Olivia Chu Hillman and kind of moderated by Nick Strack. Now, for some of you, maybe you'd know them. Um, I hadn't been exposed to either of these dope humans beforehand. So I'm going to drop their Instagram handles in the show notes. Um, but just for like, you know, paint a little bit of a picture here, I'm going to read their bios. You may hear some clicking and some paper shuffling during this episode because I'm going to be reading from papers and looking at stuff online as we go because all I'm going to do uh, for this episode is uh, read the things that I bolded. I took copious notes during the workshop um, and I was like, I cannot teach this stuff, clearly. Uh, this is not my wheelhouse, but I do want to share with you Many, you know, some of the things that I took away from it. So I went through my notes and I just took the things that I had bolded. Um, and so I'm going to share those with you in no particular order or anything like that, but just my thoughts and what I took away and things that stood out because it was just absolutely an absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal workshop. So like I was saying, uh, the person who put it on uh, is James Olivia Chu Hillman, uh, and they go by the uh, uh, Instagram handle inquisitive underscore human. Uh, and they are just, just brilliant. So I'm going to just read the little like the bio from Instagram. Facilitator and lover of uncomfortable conversations, nurturer of disobedience and regard, right relationship celebrant, inquisitive human with pronouns of they, them. So please check them out. Just absolutely just, just fucking brilliant. Uh, and the person who facilitated, not facilitated, who uh, I almost said narrated, that's also wrong, who moderated the call uh, was Nick Strack. Maybe you know them. I don't know. Uh, either way, Nick Strack also goes on Instagram by the Instagram name, Nick Strack, and that's spelled N-I-C-S 
T-R-A-C-K. It will be linked in the show notes. Their bio reads, parenting coach, pronouns they, them. Uh, And then underneath it says, sharing a parent-centered approach to responsibility, understanding, and conscious choices. This part right here, I love offering questions and thoughts, not answers or how-tos. Just two incredibly brilliant and dynamic humans. Um, I'm actually going to bring them on, both of them on the podcast. Um, But like I said, this episode is dedicated to the things that I learned and that I took away um, that I, and that I'm going to spend you know, the time moving forward working on. So again, the workshop, it was two days. I love this setup, actually. It was all done via um, Zoom. It's two days, uh, Monday and Wednesday, three hours each day. And I actually loved that it was uh, there's a day in between because uh, you guys know you've gone to workshops and in-person stuff and you're just like, sometimes you need a day to like decompress and Sometimes, like, you know, by the second day, when it goes back to back, you're just like not absorbing things anymore because it's just been so much. So it was actually really great to have it spread out over two days. And the title of the webinar or the workshop was, once again, Supremacy Culture and Relational Fuckery in Our Most Important Relationships. And the reason that I signed up was actually for that first part, Supremacy Culture. With all that's going on right now, this is what I believe is at the heart of all of it, is this supremacy culture. And so I was like, I need to learn more. I want to learn more. This pervades every aspect. I love that they use the word culture. It pervades every aspect of life. Uh, and so let me go and sit in on this. And I'm so glad I, that I did. So like I said a little bit before, I'm just going to read my notes. And if I want to add to it, I'll add to it. If not, I'll move on to the next point. But I just want to share with you what I took away. Um, and I, I actually am doing this strategically where I didn't sit and like try to create a story from it and, you know, fully unpack it. I'm just going to give you, I, I've took, like, when I take notes, I often take them verbatim. Um, and then I can go back and do their thing. So I'm just going to give it to you verbatim what I took from the, the workshop and let you sit with these things and, you know, move forward with these things. So the first thing that I bolded was, um, a quote from from Nick, actually, and it reads, if action feels inaccessible, start with simply noticing. And I love that. Right now we're in a time where it's like the word dismantle keeps coming up. And that can be too big for people where you're just like, oh my God, it's just like, is it's too pervasive? It's, it's too big. Where do I even start? What do I even do? If action feels inaccessible, start with simply noticing, right? So if you think, you know, I don't have, I can't enact change. I can't, I can't do anything right now. I think this pervades every aspect of everything. It's a great just mantra. Start with simply, simply noticing. Next point, uh, quote from, uh, I believe James Olivia said this one. Was, just because someone is upset doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. And you guys know when I get when I get asked to to speak on things and people are like, what what's one thing you want to say? I oftentimes default to speaking to my female identifying presenting um, audience and I tell them to ask for things. And so this to me this this quote resonates in regard to the, to that demographic um, and the people the really feeling types out there, whether you're male, female, whatever you identify as. Um, but those feeling types who oftentimes, you know, are walking on eggshells and they they will avoid doing things or think they're doing something wrong if someone else gets upset about it. And loved this quote here. Just because someone is upset doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. Right? People can get upset 
and it can still be okay. Right? People can get upset and they can still be okay. Next point. Dissonance between what we know to be true in ourselves and what we are told to be true results in trauma. This statement blew my mind. You guys have listened to some of my other episodes, uh, and I talked about how I didn't really feel, you know, growing up, I didn't really feel felt discriminated against or anything like that. Uh, but this dissonance has always been a thing for me, especially surrounding gender and, you know, how I should look and how I should act. Um, and, you know, feel, how I feel comfortable dressing and presenting. And then society saying, well, that means you're a boy. And I'm like, no, I just like to wear this and I like to do these things. It doesn't mean anything. And so that, that dissonance there. And when, when they used the word trauma, I was like, holy shit. Like trauma has, can have such a visceral reaction when you hear that, that word. That you're like, no, I haven't had any trauma. Like, we, we think of like these hugely, you know, egregious, uh, just negative things that happen. And we associate that with trauma, where there can be these other things that are, you know, perhaps not as you know, big in, in, you know, whatever kind of scale we're thinking. But to me, I was like, oh, that means that's that's something there. And, uh, you know, Jennifer, Dr. Jennifer Hutton, Dr. J-Pop talked about this concept of weathering um, that often minorities feel because this this constant, you know, being worn down by, by the things in their lives. And this is something I think ties into that, where... You have that constant dissonance where you know in your heart of hearts that something is true, whether it's a you know transgender issue, uh, you know a gender issue, or just anything. Where you're like, I know this is true, but then society or other people are telling you like, no, that's not true. That dissonance can result in trauma. Again, I have no answers for this. You know, this, this episode may leave you feeling some kind of way, and you know, I'm okay with that. Um, I just want to present to you the things that that went on in these discussions and, and things that you know I'm going to move forward and be thinking about. Next one was a quote that uh, another person in the group shared. um, And it's, I'm going to probably butcher this, but Krishnamurti's quote. um, So it wasn't that Lauren shared this quote from that person. uh, It is no measure of health to be well-adjusted to a profoundly sick society. That obviously just stood out with me, stood out to me, for me, with me, uh, just because, you know, the world that we live in, in terms of, you know, movement, culture, um, and obviously this could actually relate to so many different things, but I just thought it was a profound quote, and I was like, yes, that is fire. It is no measure of health to be well-adjusted to a profoundly sick society. Just straight fire there. Moving on, next quote here. Let me just cross these things out so I know that I went through them, and I love this next one that's coming up. In supremacy, the best place to be is on top. So we want to be certain, good, right. And when those things are threatened, we can show up with impatience, excuses, refusing to apologize for harm, deflecting, and distracting. That is profound. It, we're, we're talking so much now about racism and we kind of, and, and this discussion comes up where people are realizing that it's not this like, like being racist isn't specifically like people that are like part of the KKK or that use terrible words, that it's so many different things. And this is why I love this discussion about supremacy culture. And we see how it can pervade and how it does pervade every aspect of our life. In supremacy, the best place to be is on top. So we want to be certain, good, right. And when those things are threatened, we can show up with impatience, excuses, refusing to apologize for harm, deflecting and distracting. All right, so just a little food for thought. Maybe are you showing up that way? Just think about these things. I have no answers, but just, just things to think about. 
this next part, this next one here is actually my biggest takeaway from the entire session. And I loved it. And it's just, it's going to be an Instagram post and a quote. And I just love it. James Olivia said this, there may not be a balance. There's both and. You guys listened to maybe the episode I did about breaking the binary uh, and how change is the answer. And to me, this is, that sums it up, this, this quote here. There may not be a balance. There's both and. And I love that they put that first part of there may not be a balance because when we break the binary, then we kind of think that, okay, well, then it's both things are equal then and we're directly in the middle. And, but that's not the case. The case is that if we create this spectrum, well, then perhaps sometimes things land more on one side or the other of that spectrum. And that can change moment to moment, circumstance to circumstance. But I think this is the answer to everything is understanding and getting away from that dichotomy, that binary, that it has that either or mentality and, and realizing there may not be balance. There's both. And I, I simply, I loved, love, love, love that. All right. Next point. Cause we got, we got some stuff to get through here. Next point. Punishment brings with it the intent to dehumanize. And this was a great discussion around, or I, I highlighted this um, a lot, largely because of that word dehumanize, because that came up a bunch of times in this concept of dehumanizing. And we'll, we'll come back to that, I believe, in a little bit. But uh, just again, talking more about keeping in line with the idea of punishment. Accusations of punishment may arise from simple and logical consequences. One of the reasons I actually brought, like, just took this part out, um, I, and one of the reasons I took the, that I signed up for this webinar was not necessarily. Uh, let me think. I think I want to say this. In the title of this webinar, this this workshop, it says supremacy culture and relational fuckery in our most important relationships. To me, I signed up for this because of that last, you know, and largely because of. It says supremacy culture, but then also because of that in our most important relationships. To me, I want to understand how to relate better to those who I care about. And those, that is who I coach. That is those who I interact with on social media. I care about all of the people there. It's not just like those that are in my immediate circle. For sure, those people. But those that aren't in that immediate circle, I still care tremendously. Those are important relationships to me. And I wanted to show up in the best way possible. As such, I have a, a very specific way that I approach life. Um, it can be very big. And there's often times I talk to other people who don't approach life perhaps or haven't you know, navigated life in that same way. And they say things and I'm like, holy shit, I never thought about that. And so this part here kind of, to me, sits in that sphere where people who you know, decide to speak up, because my goal is always for people to, to take up more space. I always encourage that. And I know that there, there can be reper repercussions because of that. I know it's not easy. I take up a lot of space and it's been, to me, pretty easy. Um, or at least at first glance, I think I feel like it's been pretty easy. But I know it's not that easy for everyone else. And so this part kind of resonated with me as something that perhaps others who haven't walked life the same way as me may be feeling. So this is the, the example that they used was cutting off communication with an abuser. And again, it doesn't have to be physical abuse or anything like that. But cutting off communication with an abuser that comes with it that brings with it the intent of humanizing oneself is thus perceived as dehumanizing by the recipient right so you you taking care of yourself is perceived as punishment by the recipient so you cutting off um communication with that person uh, as a necessary step to humanize yourself to take care of yourself and that person instead of seeing that sees it as oh you're punishing me right? the same event two different experiences 
accusations of punishment may arise from simple and logical consequences. In this case, that's not a punishment. What that person is experiencing is not a punishment. It's just a logical consequence of their actions. And I know there's a ton to unpack there, and this is why I gave you... uh, James Olivia's and Nick's um, Instagram handle. So you can go and, and look more and learn more and, and reach out there. But this is just things that like, just even hearing it, I was like, fuck yeah, man, this is deep and this is, this is really good. Um, within this conversation, um, someone else in the group said this as a, their kind of summary of what was being said. I'll offer you my guilt in exchange for absolution. And I was like, whoa, another profound statement. And we see that, especially as it relates to white guilt and what's going on right now, where people will kind of throw themselves on the sword, right? I'll give you my guilt if you say that now I'm a good person and that I'm okay. Uh, and that's not what we want either as, as, as a way of moving forward. So just things to think about here and how we relate to people. All right, moving forward here. And if your brain is kind of reeling and you're like, my show, this is the most disorganized shit ever. Well, I'm sorry, uh, but this is how we're presenting this. And hopefully you just take what you take from this episode. So next part, and I love this. Again, it was talking about supremacy culture. So during this, and James Olivia structured this so well. So please do not take my, my you know, kind of haphazard uh, quotes and be like, well, this is really disorganized because this is not how it's presented. This is just, I'm just pulling things that that really resonated with me. But part of this, because we're talking about supremacy culture, was talking about how we uh, look to combat these central tenets of supremacy culture and these things that that appear in our day-to-day. And one of those things is urgency. I'm feeling the need to get through this episode, feeling the need to get all the information out during the, uh, the... the workshop that, you know, that's that's part of supremacy culture. So one of the ways to combat that, right, combating urgency requires us to care. And I love this concept and it's how I look to show up for you guys. And it's what I look to teach all of you guys and why I say, you know, give it 18 months because we're in the business of trust. We're in the business of building relationships and building relationships takes time, right? We got to slow down. Because that is, in, that is inherent when we, when we care for something, right? So James Olivia said, combating urgency requires us to care. Caring necessitates that we slow down, that we notice what is happening. That takes time. So if we're looking to combat it, start by caring. Caring about the people, caring about the circumstances. It's just, it's just f- phenomenal. Just absolutely, absolutely phenomenal concept there. Uh, next point here. Being invited versus being sold to. Now, I told you I signed up for this workshop because of, you know, I want to be able to show up better for you guys. I want to be able to enact these uh, new, I don't want to say new, maybe it's not the right word. I believe that action inspires so much more than simply orating, right? Than simply talking about things. I like to lead by example. I like to do the things, encourage others to do the things. And that's how I believe change actually gets enacted. Um, and so this is how I want to show up in my business. This is why I don't love the scarcity tactics that are employed and the urgency tactics that are often employed because it just screams supremacy culture. Uh, and so this is, you know, I don't teach those things. It may be a little bit counterculture. Yes. And I'm okay with that. So this next part very heavily uh, ties into business. Right? 
being invited versus being sold to. You guys know the difference. You can feel it. Being sold to oftentimes feels icky. Whereas when you invite someone to, to join you on this journey, it's very, very different. Invitation is at the heart of consent. Here's what I have. Here's what I want. What do you have? And what do you want? And then where is the compatibility? And can I be okay if there isn't any compatibility? And it's like, no, there's just not a good match. So thinking about that when you're building your business, when you're relating to others, being invited or inviting them versus selling to them is very, very different. Consent, big point there, consent. Next part here, a phenomenal quote from Nick. I do not believe that curiosity and judgment can coexist. One more time, I do not believe that curiosity and judgment can coexist. Fucking love that. There's anything more to say that. I'm going to leave it like that and let you just think on that. Next part was from uh, James Olivia. Uh, And James Olivia is a bit of a self-proclaimed word nerd, and I love that. Uh, And they unpacked the word confrontation, which I love because confrontation has such a negative connotation. And if you actually dissect that word, it doesn't need to. It shouldn't. So if we look at confrontation, we look at con, meaning together, and front, meaning face. So if we put those together, then we can put those two parts together, con and front. We're looking at together and facing. So this is facing together. It could be facing each other or facing something together. I think it just puts a really nice positive spin on it um, and a, a, a spin that allows for opportunity, that allows for, you know, it's just, not, it's just not inherently negative. So when we say things are confrontational or that are you going to confront something, immediately you're like, oh, it's going to be a fight. But if we actually sit with that, it means that we're going to face it together, right? whether we're facing each other or we're facing this thing with each other. Um, and I think it's a really nice way to look at that. Uh, next part was actually something that James Olivia encouraged us to go and do more research on on our own because this is not their wheelhouse, um, but just as part of the work from Dr. Jen McCabe. So that's Jen McCabe is M-C-C-A-B-E. And this is the four skills for radically relating to difference. Um, and those skills are empathy, empathic listening, congruence, and unconditional positive regard. Now, the big part that I that I took away from this was the definitions that um, James Olivia provided around empathic listening and empathy and just this discussion of, of empathy. So empathic listening, listening to understand someone else as they want to be understood. One more time, empathic listening, listening to understand someone else as they want to be understood. Empathy is the skill of following someone else as they lead you through their experience. One more time. Empathy is the skill of following someone else as they lead you through their experience. I thought this was just phenomenal. We are seeing that word empathy thrown around a lot. And just to have it dissected like that, it's like, holy shit. Um, Nick, and actually I'll link this in the show notes. Uh, Nick did a post, write that down. Nick did a post about, that said something like, fuck the golden rule and the platinum rule. Uh, and the, the golden rule being do unto others as you would have done unto yourself. And, and the platinum rule being 
do onto others as they wish done onto them. Um, and the coolest part is that Nick was like, not Nick. Yeah, it was Nick. Nick was, you know, in that post and I'll let you guys read it. But long story short, Nick was basically like, do we see that this, that both just totally ignore this idea of relating and the, the role of, the, of relating to each other. One of them is just about you, right? Do unto others as you would have done unto you. That, that really just presupposes and assumes that the other person wants what you have and, and wants to be treated the way you want to be treated. It just totally takes them out of the equation. And then the second one, the platinum rule, do unto others as they would have done unto them, totally just takes you out of the equation. And it's like, no, there's two parties involved here and we need to see how they relate to each other. So just phenomenal food for thought there. Go to the... Don't worry, guys. We are almost done here. Going to the, the last the last page here. Um, it's very, very short. Actually, that is the end there. So the, uh, like I said, the, the workshop was two days and they gave us some, some questions to think about. And that's actually how I want to wrap this episode up. I'm going to just give you the same two questions that they gave us. Um, and let you think about it because again, there's no right or wrong answer. I don't want to be leading this discussion, leading, down, leading you down any you know path because this is not my wheelhouse. I just, like I said, wanted to share the things that I took away from that incredible, incredible workshop. And I really encourage you to follow both Nick uh, and James Olivia. Dive into their work. It's just absolutely just. It's gonna. Move, it's what. It's what we need to be thinking about, and it's how we're gonna move forward. Because at the end of the day, it's all about relations and how we relate to ourselves, how we relate to each other. Um, and they're just, just the things they say and the thoughts that they, that they the space that, they're ever, that they are able to create, the space that they're able to hold, and the things that they are able to put out there so that you can start thinking are just, to me, truly phenomenal. So the two questions that I will leave you with, okay? Number one, when I feel uncomfortable with difference... What is the choice that I make? And when I feel uncomfortable with difference, what is the choice that I make? Meaning, do I insist on my right to comfort? Do I scramble to uphold their right to comfort? Do I avoid? Do I attack? Do I defend? Do I try to control the situation? When I feel uncomfortable with difference, when someone's presenting something that's different than my ideology, someone's different than me, what is the choice that I make? And then the second question, and this one uh, was from, I believe from Nick. How do you show your curiosity for the people you love? How do you show your curiosity for the people you love? Again, no right or wrong answers. I'm not leading you. There's no leading questions here or leading thoughts. I just wanted to put all of this stuff out there for you to think about and go, you know, take from it what you will, start whatever journey that you will. Okay, officially gonna wrap this up. This was a long, a Thursday longy, but it is what it is. And I appreciate you guys for, for hanging in there with me and for listening and just for just being so damn dope in general. Not gonna ask for any subscriptions or likes or whatever. If you enjoyed this episode, if it resonated with you, do me a solid. And go and check out the work of both James Olivia and Nick. Nothing about me here. Go check them out. What they're doing is truly, truly remarkable. All right. Officially going to wrap it up. Until next time, friends. Maestro. Maestro.